Welcome to Ask Greta Audio, recorded April the 1st, 2016. Episode 1, Rice, Secrets and White Whales, going straight to the top. In this episode, I'll be covering the cream of the crop, the top three Ask Greta questions. The first question for this episode truly speaks for the collaborative nature of Reddit. What's your internet white whale? Something you've been searching for years to find with no luck. In a puzzling number 6 on 4,828 twiddly dinks, days confuse. 100% serious, my long lost brother. I have no siblings, and he would be quite a bit older than me, but my mum had to give him up for adoption when she was younger. I always thought it would be awesome to find him for her. And if he's a multi-billionaire, that'd be nice too. Edit. Thank you to everybody who's willing to help. I'm going to save this and see if this is somebody I can make a reality soon. Unfortunately, there are a lot of emotional what-ifs on my way. My mother's and my potential brother's part to consider, and that has held me back from doing this. Don't want to complicate anybody's life. Edit 2. I am seriously touched by the amount of people that are willing to help with this, and I'll be hitting some of you up shortly. On the other hand, at the sake of not getting other people's hopes up, I will limit this to say that it was in California in the 70s. At number 5 on 4,912 doodats, Sally Pissy Pants. It's literally a whale video. A group of people rehabbed a seal and gathered on a beach to tearfully release it back into the wild. Only for a killer whale to eat it immediately in a truly dramatic fashion. I have wasted many hours trying to find it. The next question probably created a record-breaking amount of new accounts. The title reads, Throwaway time. What's the secret that could literally ruin your life if it came out? This question has been copied countless times, with over 12 pages of similar questions and about 15 reposts of the exact question. Let's dive into the responses. I won't bother including usernames for obvious reasons. At number 6, sitting on 5,339 up buttons, is a long cake confession. I run a cake business. I charge people hundreds for wedding cakes. Every last one is made using Pillsbury cake mix. I buy for $1 a box at Walmart. I suck at baking. Every time I've tried to make a cake from scratch, it sucked. But baking is like my whole deal. My friends will call me the cake girl. It's like my whole life is a lie. People compliment my cakes all the time, telling me how delicious they are. Telling me it's so much better than box mix cake telling me they could never bake a cake so delicious. Well, guess what? For one dollar, they too can make a cake just as delicious. Just add oil, eggs, and water. In my defense, I love cake decorating. I make all the frostings and fondant from scratch. I just hate baking fucking cakes. I base my prices mostly on the decoration of the cakes and not of the cake itself, if that makes sense. Still, no one knows about this except my husband. Even my best friends think I fucking slave over the oven, mixing and baking these damn cakes. I've been doing this for years. If anyone knew my business and reputation would be on the toilet for sure. I keep telling myself I have to learn how to make the damn cakes without the box mixes, but I never do it. I feel like such a sham sometimes. Edit. Holy shit, I didn't expect such a response to this. I feel better about it thanks to a lot of these comments. Funny, I started this account as a novelty account and got bored of googling random cakes to post as a comment. Lol, seemed perfect for this confession. Edit 2. Months later, I receive messages almost daily on this account. I'm so glad I used a throwaway. 
I forget to check this account most of the time and rarely see this stuff until weeks later. That said, to answer the main questions, yes, I know I can order cake mix online, but I don't make enough cakes for it to be economical. It's actually more expensive to order online. Honestly, I'm not incredibly worried about people seeing me anymore. If I ran into someone, I would tell them that I was helping my niece with a bake sale or something. I have, since the thread, made some cakes from scratch. I'm still using box mixes for chocolate and vanilla. Oh, and red velvet, because fuck all of that. Let's see what else. Oh, alright, I've received probably a hundred comments saying the cake is a lie. We get it. It's very clever. But no, I'm sorry you're not the first, second, third, or twentieth to say it. Overall, I've learned this is actually pretty normal, and that people from all over the world have a friend who makes cakes, and they all think I am their friend. So far, no one has pinned me, but you guys had better check your friend's cabinets for Pillsbury Mix. Edit 3, Wednesday, June 17th, 2015. Alright kiddos, here I am. A friend texted me and said my people need me. <laughs> I guess there was a thread that got big and mentioned this thread. Here's your update. I actually no longer make cakes. I got a divorce and moved into a much smaller home. At that point, I had no place to decorate cakes. I was also pretty burnt out. It's incredibly hard art, very time consuming, and requires a lot of tools and space. About a year later, I moved in with my now boyfriend. We have a pretty big kitchen. I wanted to sell my equipment and tools and the billion giant cake pans I have, but he convinced me not to. He said I should keep it on the back burner for a while and see if I wanted to do it again later. He didn't know me when I was a decorator, but he saw the photos and told me it would be a shame if I never did it again. I want to share some photos, but it was so easy to track them back to my old cake blog. Maybe I can find one or two photos that were never posted here. Coming along at number 5 with 5,573 upper unis is probably the most famous response from this thread. Cousin died when we were both 17. There was a reception at his house just after the funeral. I went into his room and stole all the money that was there. I took some other valuables that his parents wouldn't realise were gone. No one knows that I did it. They just assumed he didn't have any money in his room, only loose change. I don't regret it, but I will never admit I did it. Also, my cum box. The last line is what blew this post up, and if you're interested, yes, there are photos. Sliding into number 4 with 5,958 shimdingers is another long response. Well, it's more of a secret to my friends that I've made recently. Some background first. I don't like being touched or hugged, and I'm clearly uncomfortable with intimacy in general. When I was in 8th grade, a bunch of girls in my class convinced me that they had a friend who fancied me. They said she'd seen me somewhere and thought I was cute. Faked an MSN account and they talked to me every night for a few months. Invited me out to the movies and obviously didn't show up. Then revealed to the whole grade that I'd been tricked into having an imaginary girlfriend. I was mocked viciously by everyone in the grade and ever since then I can't really trust women. I also can't believe that a girl may have feelings for me. Even when they explicitly tell me they have feelings for me, I can't help but feel that they're trying to trick me. It's caused a lot of insecurity, and I can't get attached to people easily. I'm terribly afraid to text or message people first because I'm convinced I would be annoying them. What's worse is that when I think about it, I know it just probably isn't true, but I can't help but feel like it is. Even though it was grade 8, it was around the time when attraction to women was just starting to get real. So to be hurt at a time as delicate as that has really done some damage. The secret, of course, is that I'd been dumb enough to be tricked. As you might suspect, the whole thing has left me afraid of being vulnerable. 
to have this found out by my newer friends, as in university friends, would really put me in an uncomfortable place. I probably wouldn't be able to be their friends anymore. Thanks for reading. You're the first people I've told about what this event has actually done to me. Edit. I know people still read this thread, so I felt I should come back and that I owed people an update. I've since met such a fantastic woman, someone who makes me incredibly happy. I love her very much. She loves me. And she's helping me get used to the idea of feeling valuable and trusting people, or at least one person. She's the best thing that's happened to me in a long time, maybe ever. I'm glad I got to come back to this post and finish it off with a happy ending. To all the people in the comments who are kind to me, or who shared their own similar experiences, you're always valuable and someone will notice. Rising up to number 3 on 6,391 shibboleths is that nice guy with some helpful support numbers, which I will include in the show notes. On to the not so secret anymore number 2 with 8,382 bebazes. I once took a shit in the bathtub, and then realising what a horrible mistake I'd made, I flung poo into a hole in the wall. My parents renovated and patched up the hole. So now there is a 15 year old turd in between the bathroom and the kitchen wall of my childhood home. Not even using a throwaway, because I have no shame. And to the awe inspiring number one on 14,096 diddly doops. I once helped out my female friend's family by taking care of their cat for a week. Every day for a week, I would go over there and snoop around their house. I found my friend's diary and proceeded to read the entire thing. I used this information to get her to like me. And she is currently my wife. Number one, what tasty food would be disgusting if eaten over rice? This is, without a doubt, the most referenced post on Ask Reddit, amassing almost 40,000 upvotes, over doubling second place, and holding a staggering 13 guildings. While this may seem like a stock standard question, what sent it into Reddit history was Do You Even Spaghetti's dedication to the question, as they rated and reportedly tried most of them. Now let's go and get into some questions. Coming in at number 6 with 4,387 points, Kogetoro suggested chewing gum. Do you even spaghetti chimed in with minty chewing gum, 9 out of 10. Minty chewing gum with rice, 4 out of 10. Bubblegum, 8 out of 10. Bubblegum with rice, 2 out of 10. The rice gets stuck in the bubblegum pretty badly and makes it have an awkward taste and feeling. Thank you for your suggestion. At number 5 with 6,158 upvotes, ice. Rice is amazing with almost anything else. Do you even spaghetti dutifully replied with? So this one had to be cooked for various reasons. I boiled the rice and the ice, and I was left with the rice. 10 out of 10. At number 4, do you even spaghetti himself with 7,362 updutes? This is insane. I'm insane. Edit. Who keeps editing my comments? Moving up to number 3 with 7,698 smackaroonies. Nothing. Rice goes with everything. And on to number 2, with 9,082 mbops, space walrus. Can you imagine what the people working in the grocery store are thinking with some kid coming in every 15 or so minutes and buying more rice and various other items? And this glorious number 1, with 10,004 Russell Jimmies, is Broswagonist. This thread, 10 out of 10. This thread with rice, 10 out of 10. 
this historical and hysterical threat has inspired many comments and posts alike. And probably at least one chef. This show was written, recorded, and edited in one night. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music and the podcast, and of course, Ask Reddit and the Reddit community for providing the wonderful content. If you like this and want to hear more, leave a comment, message, PM, or late night Facebook like. Thanks for listening.